Hello, it's me, Angelica. It's me, Isabella. It's me, Riley. It's us, True Crime International. Hashtag music. (laughs) That sounds cool. (laughs) So where are we off to today, Angelica? Today, we're going to go to Turkey to discuss some murders. Um, Surprise, surprise. Yeah, right? Aren't you real, real surprised? Um, You know how, like, sometimes they, like, say a killer is suspected or, like, probable killer and it's like they did it like there's no questions like they went like they for sure did that like this is this is one of those like you'll you'll see but um uh the the murderer here is one adelaide felice this is also fairly recent too as these crimes occurred between 2011 and 2016 also i do want to let you all know that almost all of the information i found on this was in turkish which i like quite obviously do not speak um so if i like if anything got mistranslated i apologize feel free to correct me if i get anything wrong i just didn't not want to do this case because this that's honestly pretty interesting i'm down I'm going to give uh, some background on Adelaide because I think it's really interesting to, like, look at someone's past when it doesn't, like, especially indicate that something is going to go so wrong to such an extent that they're going to become a killer. Like Sometimes it's like you look back and you're like, we, we should have caught that one. But this one, it's like, it's a, it's a surprise for a good reason. It's like, like if I well, were to be not a for killer. a good reason. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a surprise. Like people were like, hmm? him, <laughs> him. Okay. <laughs> Adelaide was born in 1986, so he's like 34 years old now. And uh, this man's he he. This means, darn it. This man's. This man's. Well, essentially, this man's did commit these crimes starting yeah, at 25 years old, only an older, a year older. Then me and Isabella. One more year. Isabella we'll and I. I don't follow those rules. <laughs> His dad was in the Air Force at one point, but he retired to become a pilot. Um, I don't know a lot about his parents, but what that tells me is that they were like normal parents, most likely, because almost always if a killer has parents that were like, for example, insanely cruel or very absent. Like, that's going to be on record. We're going to know about it. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if and when that killer is apprehended, typically they try and, like, place blame on their parents and stuff. They're like, well, I grew up in this kind of household. Like, when when, when a person doesn't say that, you can almost kind of assume that it was pretty normal. Yeah. Um, Yeah, definitely. And I only found one source that said anything else like that. Um, they had him and his father had some disagreements and like maybe he hit him once but like I like and that's unacceptable if it did happen but that was just one source so I'm not really sure and either way it was not extensive 
Yeah. Um, but and Adeline. like it's it's not acceptable at all, but it was also the eighties and nineties. Yeah, when which it was. when that was like a little bit more commonplace that which doesn't make we, it acceptable. We but, love yeah. that we now realize that this is not a thing you fucking do. Yeah. <laughs> um Adelaide was an extremely gifted student. He went to high school. Uh, he went to high school. He went to high school. No, no, no way. Um, he went to a high school that is like a pretty big deal in Turkey. It's like the oldest high school in the country. And oh. students who go there, wow. Do you know how? Do you know how old? No, I have no idea how old. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it's, I, I'm curious. Oh, now. Wait, I'm going to Google oldest no, high school. No, actually, I do. I think it um it was like uh 1400s. Oh wow, old. okay. It was oh. old. Damn, that's old, old. Um, and like the students who go there have like pretty high marks. Um, it's called Galatasaray High School. He graduated top of his class as well and his teachers had like literally nothing but good things to say about him for example one of them said quote adelaide was a very smart child even when he was in high school he was a child with character and determination he would find a way to survive and return even if you left him alone in the desert i find it difficult to understand how he got involved in such events and like that goes beyond flattery and like, yeah, like, that is very specific. That's not just the like he was a pleasure to have in class. No, <laughs> it was like this dude. Thing. He was like smart, intelligent. So also like, completely off topic. But when when we have words that we don't know how to say and we have to look it up, we usually spell them out phonetically. <laughs> and Angel, like the the last part says rye, like R Y E, and. All I can think of is catcher in the rye. That's it. All That's I can all. think of is rye. Bread. No thoughts, only catcher in the rye. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so people didn't expect this. Um, investigators actually looked uh, towards his yearbook for clues, and they found some instances where people called him abnormal or crazy. But like, I can guarantee you, I had some like really weird notes in my yearbook. From, like, other <laughs> classmates that would definitely look very sus now, but, like, aren't actually indications of anything. Going through my old yearbooks is, like, it is, like, a blast from the past. It's so <laughs> cringe. It is so cringe. Um, his favorite book was Crime and Punishment, which does detail a murder. But also, it's like a book of high caliber. So, like Adelaide, smart student that he was, it makes sense that this would be something he'd read and enjoy. So, I don't is really like think. Is that like a famous book? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds familiar. It's very famous. Uh, hmm. What this really was was like them looking for anything that would show what the hell went wrong, but there just wasn't anything. He was he was normal as a youth member. God damn it, I hate when they're normal. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, don't worry. He'll come around. Actually, worry. It's yeah, worrying. I would worry. Yeah. <laughs> it's worrying. When he took the Orangi Sechme Sinava, or the OSS, which is essentially like an ACT or the GCSE kind of deal, um, he apparently purposefully would answer questions incorrectly so that he'd get a bad score. 
um, because he he wanted to travel instead of going to college, which is like a whole mood. Um, I can't blame him because there were some standardized tests in school, not like the ACT or SAT that were like really important. But like we took this, they, they made us take this one like my junior year. And honestly, it was like the something key standardized test couldn't. I don't actually know the name of it, but I'm pretty sure I just made patterns in the thing to. Yeah, it'd be like that. It because too. it didn't like it didn't like affect my college or my grades. So I was like, this also the standardized testing is garbage. Yeah, standardized <laughs> testing, in my opinion, is it's stupid. So bad. The SAT, ACT are not even important <laughs> no. at this point. I didn't I didn't I got a really shitty score on my ACT and Same. I never retook it. And I still got into a good university because they decided to no longer look at standardized tests because they were like, it's crap. So instead they would look at your grades throughout your whole high school career instead. And I was yeah. like, thank you, because my I got like a 20 out of 36, a total score of 30, total score of 36. So a 20 is like almost 50%. I took it twice. Same. And I didn't like get a particularly good score either, but either. I had enough... <laughs> other stuff that still like that actually mattered <laughs> so but i went to college and now yeah. i'm employed so that's really all that i care about yeah. i went to university graduated with honors and i have a full-time job now so yeah my 20 on my act didn't even end up mattering he did end up going to the university of paris sued to study biology um but it still counted as traveling because he, like, got to leave, which I think he wanted to do because he wanted to get away from his parents, which also, mood. Um, mood. <laughs> now, okay, so I really don't know how much schooling Adelaide actually completed because he did at one point just completely lied to people that he was getting his doctorate, which he 100% didn't know. How long, like, how long after he got to school did he say he was getting his doctorate? Because that takes, like, a I, lot of years. I have, I have no idea. Um, it, it's real. It's, it's weird. It's weird. A little fuzzy. Yes. Um, I mean, it takes less time in Europe than it does in the States. But still, you know, it's not like a... It's not a quick You're not going to get it a few years no. out of No. But, like, during whatever college he did complete, he wasn't nearly as committed during like those years. He like skipped a lot of class and like would stay in his room to read the paper, uh, which which will end up being a <laughs> um, lot weirder than it sounds. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I mean it is not it's not weird still in Europe to read the paper. It's it's kind of weird no, here, I'm but in a lot of places in Europe it's not it's not weird yet. I'm not saying it's weird. I'm saying that it's weird why he was doing it is weird okay and she'll let us know in a little bit <laughs> okay, okay honestly i still think it's weird but either <laughs> it's, way. Weird. it's weird in the states but like my my grandparents in the uk they still they everyone still read the paper. i know almost like i know a bunch of people that read the paper oh yeah people but, like, still read the paper yeah. i just personally think it's weird yeah, because for me it's i'm just like who i am as a person yeah. but i do get really bored at work sometimes and read the paper so <laughs> <laughs> i don't blame them in 2008, he met Olga Sergina when she came to Paris during an exchange program. She was from Russia. 
Uh, she wasn't there for long, but they did, like, become friends. And when she was away, they continued to, like, talk using those good old interwebs. Um, the interwebs. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love them. <laughs> Gotta love them. That's how I stay in touch with people. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> people. <laughs> everyone. Um, I don't know when they, like, started dating exactly, but I think they were together by the time she came back to Paris in 2010. When she came back, she brought a good friend, Elena Rachikova. Adelai was living with his childhood friend, Guktog Demiraslan, at the time, and to save money, the two girls moved in with the two guys. Um... And Elena and Gutag also fell in love. So, I mean, that's nice. That's a nice friends moment. I guess that worked out. <laughs> Literally. Um, but I think there was, like, some tension between the couples. So, Elena and Gutag left. They moved. Um, they moved out of the... The place they were Like, on their own. Living. Okay. Yep. Uh, the two didn't actually hear from Adelai until 2013. Also. Wait, so they just moved out and, like, seized all contact? I think they talked to Olga. They talked to Olga. Oh, still. They, okay. Gotcha. They, I think the primary source of tension was probably Adelai. Okay, that that makes sense. Yeah. Wait, Adelai? Adelai in this photo looks so <laughs> much different no. than the Adelai in the photos above. This, this is a reoccurring theme. This man is, like... He, He's a shapeshifter. He looks so different in so many different pictures. He would have made a great spy. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking A. In August of 2011, the couple took a vacation. And the couple as in Olga and Adelai. Sorry, that couple. Um, and they stayed with Adelai's family back in Turkey. And while there, she ended up leaving because they got into a fight. And apparently while on this trip, Adelai had proposed and Olga had said yes. But when she asked him to come back to Paris, he wouldn't. And like she told all of this to her mother. We love kids combining in their moms. We love that. Um, Wait, why, why didn't he want to go back to Paris? I honestly don't know. But he, he ended up joining the army. I don't know if he had already planned this. He didn't run it by her or what. But this it was guy's like, life is just a movie. Really weird. It was a weird turn of events. It's like, why wouldn't you go to Paris with the girl you just proposed to? He's like, hey, will you marry me? She's like, yeah, you should probably come back to the city where we're living, though, since we're yeah. engaged. He's like, nah, I'm going to join the army instead. Like, how? <laughs> I don't, I, so I can't weird. wrap my head around that thought process. Yeah. It's very odd. He, but he did join the army. He he served in Istanbul. Um, his parents actually offered that Olga could live with them temporarily while he served, but she said no. And I can't blame her because, like, she had a life in Paris, probably with friends. Uh, she had a job as a babysitter. It probably would have been really awkward to stay with your partner's parents while in a disagreement. Wait, so were they still engaged? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame her. I think I would prefer to live in Paris over my in-laws' house. Yep. 
Me oh, too. Oh, me too. But if a man said that he wouldn't come back and live with me and then join the army, I'm not, I'm just not so sure that I would stay engaged. <laughs> well, you'll you'll see. Okay. Um. So Adelaide eventually had like a leave in apps. <laughs> A leave in absence. The month of absence. <laughs> it's between November and December. A lot of people don't know that, though. It's called absence. Please I know. laugh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, so his leave was in December. Um, <laughs> he used it to go back to Paris. Paris. Assumingly uh, to go be with Olga. Um, as on the 16th, he had asked her out for coffee once he got back to Paris. So, like, on the 16th, I don't think he was there yet. Um, Olga let the family she was babysitting for know this because she was staying with them. So, I, I think it was, like, more of a nanny Like situation. a live-in nanny. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And that that's pretty common in a lot of foreign countries to have yeah. someone that lives with you. Yeah. Um, especially and- Especially foreigners. Because it's like a it's like an au pair sort of thing where the person will help like teach the kids a language and so yeah especially in big European cities have like au pairs are really really popular and it's also a really popular program to do when I'm in Spain a lot of my targeted ads just based on like my age and gender are mm-hmm. like you could go be an au pair in the United States and I'm like bitch I'm from there like I don't yeah. need to go I'm good yep. Um, also, Olga had been in contact with Elena later on and had told her that she had something important to tell her. Always t- no, always tell the person. Always tell when the you person. think of it. Always. Don't just be like, "Oh, I'll yeah. tell you later." No, tell me now. If because- either of you ever texted me that, I would be so mad. Yeah, because I'd be like, "No, you tell me the important thing <laughs> right now. now. Important to tell you later. No, that is, you tell me now. That if you can't tell me the whole thing, peeve. tell me." the gist okay yeah. unless um, it's something stupid okay unless yeah. it's something stupid i'm like angel remind me to tell you this thing later and she's like is it important i'm like no it's literally so stupid just remind <laughs> me to tell you <laughs> yes uh by the 17th olga's sorry yes he was i'm no i'm realizing that yes he was there in the 16th already that's okay, when they gotcha. were anyway by the 17th Olga's phone was completely off and no one could make any contact with her. Obviously, her family and friends were worried. Well, yeah. Um, well, one, yeah. 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 One of her childhood friends was convinced that Adelai had killed her because evidently Olga had wanted to leave Adelai but felt like she couldn't, which is probably why she didn't break off the engagement. Yeah. And this is about right. Yeah. This is where it starts to come out that Adelaide was obsessive, controlling, threatening, everything you don't want in a significant other. No, do not look for that in your partners. No, nope. It's not a good sign. And if you think that they just love you so much, that's not love. Nope, it is <laughs> And not. I'm going to tell you that right now. That is control and manipulation. Thank it, you so it's much so hard, but I'm glad that talk. she was reaching out to her friends. I know, because yeah. Because it's so hard to leave those types of situations. And it's um, good that they knew because of what yeah happened yeah. like no one could contact her and they were like well we know that this man's fucking sucks so maybe look into him and like maybe when she met with him she like told him that she wanted to end things which is what she had intended to tell elena Ooh. and then he freaked out and killed her 
Um, yeah. And the French and Russian police that were investigating her disappearance felt like he also, like, very likely had something to do with it. Um, because he, he denied the accusations, but he was being, like, really shifty. And they didn't really was, think like, he was his being story? truthful. Like, what did he say happened that day? Do you know? No. He did. I don't think he did any specific, like, he told them anything specific. He just was like, no, he was shaking his head a lot, tapping his fingers, stuff like that, which is why Mm. they thought he was lying. He just, he's always just, he's always dismissed that he had anything to do with Olga's disappearance. Gotcha. So they got the Russian police on this too? Yeah, because, so they did that because she's she's from Russia and her, her, family pressured them to get on it um he also turned over like a phone and a camera but they were like old not new devices which is so like he gave them like not his actual devices yeah um that's just he apparently would have extra devices at Mm, all times um after pressure from her family they got into olga's computer um but it didn't have like much on it other than pictures of the ring as well as like the pictures of the other couple um and in my opinion having so little yeah elena and gutog um and like having so little on a computer is really rare even even in 2011 yeah um because like in 2011 a lot of people were using like digital cameras and taking photos on digital cameras and then uploading them all to their computers so it's weird to me that like even Angel has um she's put photos in her script document and like there's pictures of them. Like why wouldn't there be pictures of all of them on the computer and stuff? That's yeah. just weird to me. It it is weird. Um I think maybe these pictures were like the few that were on it, but like there okay. wasn't anything else. Um yeah. and her family Suspicious. like right. <laughs> her family felt like the police just like hadn't done enough in this case and honestly i can't help but to agree like they didn't find much and then they didn't really try to find anything else yeah it seems like so essentially olga's case is like pretty cold um didn't dig enough no so elena who is now 23 and guktag who is 24 were back in ankara turkey and they come back into the picture in 2013 like i said and I don't think there was a doubt in the couple's mind that Adelaide was guilty of Olga's disappearance and that they were also under the impression that she'd been murdered by him. But since Adelaide is just at this point just untrustworthy and creepy, he sets his sights on the couple, but Elena in particular. He essentially decided that he wanted her, uh, but was trying to make contact with them in general and trying to get them to see him. And they weren't replying to any of his messages because they didn't want to see the guy. Like, can't yeah, blame the them. Yeah. And Adelaide, the jealous guy that we now know him to be, starts getting really rude. And then says he has videos of Guktag cheating on Elena, which is Excuse just extremely me? unlikely. Um, I love how he potentially killed his other girlfriend and is like, oh, I'm lonely. I'm gonna yeah, have right. I'm gonna have my friend's girlfriend, and he and uh, she also, knew she knew my old girlfriend, so she'll be just like her. Yeah. It's it's a perfect plan. What it, could go it's wrong? Really, really fucked up. Also, Alina and Olga do look pretty similar. 
Um, so Elena I, I looks mean, very like familiar in that in that up close photo. I don't know why. Adeline then enters full on stalker mode. Uh, he gets Gutog's number, calls him anonymously from a payphone, and says like there's something in his name, like a package or something. And Gutog waits on this, but it just doesn't come. And then he then calls the number and realizes it was just from a payphone. Then because of like this, Adelai figures out where they live because that's what he was doing. He like there was no package. He was just trying to figure out Whoa. where they lived. That's um, that's scary. Yeah. And then he just like keeps calling them. Uh and Gooktog keeps calling back. And it's payphones every single time. Until one day, he finally sees Adelaide's car outside of his window. Creepy. No. Nope. Creepy. No. No, 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 Also, it's like this pale yellow Oldsmobile. Like, it's noticeable. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also, like, Oldsmobiles are cute, but in this context, that is creepy. That is creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not actually an Oldsmobile. It's an old car. I call it anything... Okay, Oldsmobiles are very specific. (laughs) It's not. Okay, so it's just an old car. Um, But it's still creepy because it's like pale yellow. Yeah. So. My uh, parents always told my sister that they were going to get her a yellow car so that she stuck out. (laughs) And that everyone would always know it was her. Mood. Shortly after this, the couple goes on a trip to Antalya. And they probably, like, think distance will do them good. I'm not really sure if this trip was, like, planned prior or what. But yeah, uh, Adelaide stashes a phone in their car so he can follow them. No. Um, he proceeds to get a room at the place that they're staying. I'm not clear on what happened next. Like, if it happened in Antalya or back in Ankara, like, I'm not positive. Um, but on September 16th, Adelaide took his gun that he had bought four months earlier. So, like, no, no you can't tell me that this guy wasn't, like, no. planning on doing something bad. Uh, he disguised himself as a woman and then ambushed oh them. What? Yeah. And then he ambushed them when they returned. He shot off five rounds and killed them both. There were pieces of Gugtog's skull 30 meters away. So I think this was like a pretty close range shooting. Oh my yeah. god! I Wait, think, what kind of gun was I it? I think it was a pretty big gun. I don't know much about guns, and also I don't think the translation about these guns was very good. Um, okay. They didn't tell you what kind of gun. <laughs> it was very confusing. But okay, I mean, I'm sure it. it okay, that I can't. I mean, infer I'm not what super knowledgeable gun about was, guns. But... I'm not super knowledgeable about guns, but correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think a regular handgun, even at close range, would send someone's skull. It would have to be like a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, if he's if it's gonna send it 30 meters away, because a Yeah. I watch I, too much I, I, I watch and listen to too much true crime, but I know. A bullet can go like straight through your head without doing like yeah. that much other damage but a shotgun is gonna like really i'm assuming it was something else (laughs) i'm assuming it was a big big one it was probably something very um atrocious yeah but (laughs) i don't know what the gun laws are in turkey but i 
if if they're anything like they are in Europe, most people are not most people are not going to have handguns. But it's more likely that he would be able to get access to a rifle because, like in Spain, for example, uh, owning guns for protection is illegal. But owning guns for the sake of hunting, so like rifles or guns specific for that activity, those are legal. You have to be like super licensed, crazy background checks for them. But like handguns are not a thing. People don't have yeah. those. I'm so sure it if, wasn't legal. No, yeah, it anything. was legal. He bought but it I feel legally. like it would be easier for him. Oh, he if, did? Yes. What? He, he bought oh. it legally. Well, um... then I feel like it's got to be a shotgun because yeah. that's going to be easier to get. On, in that part of the world, I, I assume if the gun laws in Turkey are like they are in Europe, then it would be to get a handgun. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Um, And then he, he ran away with the gun. He then went to Kutaya in order to... Uh, fuck. In order to evade police and stayed in his car Where's for Kutaya? a couple days. It's also in Turkey. He essentially goes all over West Turkey. Like, he is... Okay bopping around he is bopping <laughs> um thawing and bopping <laughs> i've been to the southwest in turkey it's beautiful yeah i'm sure it is um i don't think he was there for the scenery no no <laughs> it was just uh so he stayed in his car for a couple days but somehow he ended up losing his car <laughs> which i just don't know how you do Dude, okay, where's my car <laughs> what um but then he went to istanbul um, the police ended up finding the car, uh, so I guess they had more luck than Adelaide. And they found in his car makeup, hair dye, and other suspicious materials that would probably have been like an ideal way to bury a body or get rid of it. It was essentially a badly assembled serial killer kit. It was assumed that he killed Elena and Guktag because of either the fact that Elena wouldn't leave Guktag or because they had continued to blame him for Olga's disappearance and probable death, which he continued to deny he had anything to do with. There's also I like I would say both. Yeah. But I am leaning more towards because Elena wouldn't leave her husband to be with him because of the controlling nature that he seems to have. Yeah. Here, yeah. Those are also just like hypothesis yeah just theories hypothesis that's my theory um yeah um in fact at one point his uncle before they connected these deaths to adelaide his uncle was like maybe it's something to do with gook dog's work because at his work they were doing a project but gook dog wasn't like in a position where he would have heard anything so and then they connected adelaide like it was adelaide so they issued an arrest warrant for Adelaide on October 31st. And then to make things even more difficult for him, they imposed a like ban that made it so he could not travel abroad. And they did that on November 12th. Uh, somehow, though, he got a fake passport under the name Firkin Alton, which is what he continued to go by. Um, at one point in 2014, they discovered he'd been in Lisbon. I don't know. So not why. only did he get a fake passport, he did mm-hmm. actually manage to leave the country. Yeah. If yeah. you've arrested this man for a, a double a double a double homicide. A double. <laughs> if you've arrested someone for a double homicide and you, like you 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 uh put them on the no fly list, why aren't you watching them? Why aren't you watching Honestly, that person in some way? This is what I don't understand. How how is he able to not only obtain a fake passport? But to also get to the airport 
and fly to fucking Lisbon. I honestly, okay, so like Riley said, in these pictures, he looks extremely different. And like, honestly, I think he just had one of those looks where he could blend the fuck in. Like, because- do, do you remember um, Ted Bundy, when victims would try to identify him, he would like part his hair on like the other side of his head yeah. and, and wear his clothes differently. Like he would pull his pants up really high and stuff. I'm sure this guy, I mean, whether he did it on purpose or not, could do the same thing. Yeah. Um. Also, <laughs> this guy is in Adelaide. Sorry. Just- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I don't know what he did for, like, two years. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> um, he was just living just his life in weird Lisbon, stuff, apparently. I don't know. Um, Eating some pastej de nata, going to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, but in 2016, he was back in Turkey in Tuzla. And he worked some odd jobs here and there. But most significantly, he worked at a tea garden and a kebab shop. The tea garden was owned by a couple... Yoni Kayikcha, who was a teacher, and Fatma Kayikcha, his wife. Uh, Despite the fact that he told his employers very different stories, they both found him a little odd, and he didn't reply to the name Firkin, which, wonder why, (laughs) unless, like, unless someone shouted, like, hey, yo, Firkin, then he was like, oh, me. That's me. That reminds um, me of Flurkin. Flurkin man. <laughs> yeah. He he rarely spoke to anyone, and there were several incidents where he acted out. One time he literally put his hand on a customer's throat and threatened to kill her while he was working at the tea garden. Talk she's about like anger she's management like my issues. tea's cold. And he's like, bitch, no, it's not. <laughs> it was insane. Um also he read the newspaper a lot. Which is a theme here, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, like, I don't even want to know. Like, is it just going to, like, make me sad? Like, just just wait. Even despite that, the Kaikchas were extremely kind to him. They paid him good money. They let him stay in, uh, like, their warehouse that was, like, on their property. And they fed him. And even after the tea garden closed, they still let him stay with them. Like, they were such, they were good people. Nice. On May 27th, Fatma greeted him in the morning, and then he claimed that she knew who he really was, and he knew that she'd report him. No. So he killed her. No. (gasps) No. Yeah. I'm so sad you included her picture, because she's so cute. I know. This woman. She looks like the sweetest woman. I know. Also, her headscarf is really pretty. I know, it really is. She's got really nice taste. I I think he thought this because Fatma had, like, accidentally taken his suitcase or something, thinking it was her own. I don't, I don't really know. Some mishap in belongings happened, and he freaked out. He apparently mm. had meant to cut off her head, but she had Ew. struggled. So he stabbed her 11 times in the back, chin, chest, and knee. She was 40 years old, and Adelaide later commented on how small she was. And, like, I just... Reading that really fucking pissed me off, because this woman did so much for Adelaide. Yeah. And, and just, like, her Gave him a job and opened up her home. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Um, he then, like, I, I'm, I'm sad for his ex-girlfriend... Well, I don't know, girlfriend, fiancé, I don't, I don't know. And then 
they're old roommates, but I expect, I, like, I'm sad for them, but I expected it. I knew where that was going. I didn't see this coming, and it's really sad. Yes, no, it me really either. is. He then put her in his trunk, took his suitcase, and left, eventually ditching her body as well, 500 meters from her home, where the police f- had found her suspicious when she had not picked up her child from school. She's That's also so a mom to top it off, so it's just really devastating. Also, like, I didn't write this, but, like, Adelai had bought a property months earlier but he like what was he still doing there didn't leave it's like why the fuck didn't you leave it property isn't like just like some land or like a house i think somewhere to stay what the fuck that's so weird it's i really wish he would have just left also and i I don't know why this bothers me but he only dumped her body 500 meters away that's not far no no not at all like it just seems really lazy to me you know yeah after doing a number of things to evade capture, including staying in a national park for a freaking week, um, <laughs> he was noticed in June by someone on a bus in Izmir, and they notified the police, and they finally caught him. On him were, of course, knives, and also, more generally, in his possession and around the places that they discovered he was staying, they found some weird shit. Which, to tell you a few, because I just find some of these things funny. He had a list of porn stars, a list of childcare places in different countries, uh, childhood photos, candy, and the Dexter series. Absolutely not. Nope. (laughs) Do they think that he committed more crimes in other countries that just went... No? Okay. I don't think so. Um, Okay. Also, like, um, Riley and Bella... Riley and Isabella can see the picture now. You'll y'all be able to see it when we post it. But he had like so many credit cards, so many different identities. It's insane. It's wild. Like yeah, that's like a he had that's money like a, in different currencies. It's whack. He had planned. They, in this photo, they have it all like laid out yeah. on a table. It takes up like half the table. Yep. And also, I have three. I have coins in three different currencies just in my coat pocket right now. <laughs> it happens. Um. He had planned to go to Greece, apparently, like, to flee. But then he was like, I don't speak that language. <laughs> because so he, he spoke Portuguese? He Idiot. spoke a couple of different languages, actually. But apparently, not enough. It just was not a good plan on his part. No. No. Um, When they arrested him, they wanted to charge him for murder and thievery. But he was like, I didn't do that. And they didn't, like, have proof that he did it either. Like, he literally said, you know, like, Fatma paid me. Like, I had no reason to rob them. Um, I also just don't think he robbed anyone because he always did work. And I don't think that he robbed his victims, especially even, like, if he had stolen something at one point. Like, that just wasn't him. No. He was taken to Silvery Prison where he actually asked to be put in solitary because he was convinced someone was going to kill him if he was just, like, in the public space. And they did allow him to do it. And they also provided newspapers at his request. What is it? Are you, when are you going to tell me what the thing is with newspapers? I'm, there. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm just, I'm just really excited to tell you guys. I genuinely just... I don't, at this point, I don't care anything else about this case. I really <laughs> want to know what the fuck is up with the newspapers. Uh... He was put on trial for the murders of the couple and Fatma, but not of Olga, because they really couldn't prove he did it. Hmm. 
It's like they, they never found a body, no. did they? Mm-mm. Okay, that's why. He also that's requested a specific lawyer after refusing the one he was appointed. For some reason, he just wouldn't talk to anyone else. And the judge made that happen because I think that they really wanted answers. And who can blame them? Like, this was a big deal. And the circumstances were extraordinary. Finally, Adelaide starts talking. You recall this newspaper theme? So Adelaide claimed that he had been receiving messages, like, starting from a young age from the newspapers, including the demands that he killed these people. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Now, if this is true, this accounts for a lot because it says to me that this could be a case where Adelaide had experienced a schizophrenic break because we do know that symptoms generally begin, like, in your mid to late 20s. And some of, some of Adelaide's so-called oddness as a young person could have, like, been attributed to early onset symptoms. Also, he was, like, paranoid at times, like, of Fatma and of the other inmates in prison. But this is just me thinking. But the courts also like decided, okay, we need to get him evaluated. And they halted yeah, the proceedings. Definitely. On June 27th, when they had him evaluated, he was declared as mentally stable. This is crazy to me because if he was mentally stable, he must have like put a lot of thought into his actions around other people. Because, like, his boss at the kebab shop literally noted the thing about how weird he was about newspapers. I wish that they elaborated more on his evaluations because he could be mentally stable but still have, like, symptoms of schizophrenia or bipolar disorder or something of the like. And those could definitely explain some of his behavior. But just saying that, like, he's mentally stable, like, does nothing. No. Yeah. Because I like, I want I want to believe that they did a proper evaluation of him. Because okay, without without just when you when you first said it, I'm like okay, I think fifty fifty. He could be lying. He could actually have it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, them declaring him mentally stable, it doesn't it doesn't sway me. I still feel fifty fifty about it. I also I think I feel so alarmed as well that he like couldn't just be evil because of the fact that he was like pretty fucking normal as a kid like yeah and there's just so many uh, it's just weird to me um but they seem to think that each one of these murders were premeditated which like i guess i could see because of the the fact that he did like buy another place like he had things ready he had his suitcase ready i don't well i mean especially elena and yeah that was very um, clearly premeditated. Yeah, yeah, he booked a hotel at the same room. He was he was stalking apartment. them for weeks. Yeah, like, yeah. But Fatma, Fatma, I would say that felt more random. Yeah, yeah. not that random, felt more but heat like of the moment to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, instead of being sent to a hospital, he was sent back to the prison. Okay, so during this time, people also came forward. Claiming that they knew Adelaide, that he was a psychopath, that he killed some cats. Um, which we don't know if any of this is true, but it does like discredit some of his like just dis- defense of being mentally unstable because we like know that animal killings are a sign of psychopathy. Yeah. Psychopathy. 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 Anyway. But I hate I hate words like that. I mess up everything. I don't um, blame you. <laughs> like philanthropy. Oh uh, yeah. 
but, but then it's philanthropic so like yeah it's fucked pick i know english is disgusting it's it's yeah it's a mess um but i know also one of the most significant cat cat deaths was like one of his properties this girl like noticed on tv because they went there and she like saw a cat collar in the background and she was like he must have killed my cat but i don't know she never even saw it in person like that's i don't know it's weird no i mean if you have an outdoor cat you really do run the risk of your cat being killed yeah. by something bigger than it. We used to have, we used to let our cats outside and there were a few that never came home. So, but I don't necessarily think it was like, I'm not going to just jump to the conclusion that it was, that it was someone. Yeah. That yeah. it was like some, someone, you know, having onset symptoms of psychopathy or schizophrenia killing my cat. I'm going to go, Oh, well we have coyotes. So yeah, it's probably that. That's going to be my first thought. Yeah. Um, so some weird stuff also like happened surrounding this trial because honestly Adelaide like at points had a sort of like fan base. Um, but just people just acted really strange. Uh people would start accounts on social media where they claim to be Adelaide. They'd post pictures of Adelaide lookalikes, because we know like like we talked about, he can blend in, he can look like people. Um and oh. some professionals took selfies with him, which led to the suspension of three police officers. Which Good. These are the pictures. <laughs> he looks this... different in every single picture. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, he would have been a great spy. Bro, I know. It's whack. Was, I wonder what... I mean, obviously, I don't like... I don't really know anything, but... I wonder what crime in Turkey was like at that time. Like, if they really hadn't had anything like this. And so, having like yeah a, a possibly psychopathic killer who killed at least three people was like a big thing and so they kind of took it too far yeah that that could definitely be well, like, but at when the you same see... time like you're a you're a cop like yeah, you're a professional you should not be taking photos with the man that you're supposed to be apprehending and keeping away from people so yeah. they're safe it's it's really weird to me um I believe he ended up with a total of three life sentences. Good. Uh, so that's our case today. That's the end. <laughs> that's yeah, the that's end that's with it. three life sentences. <laughs> that's it. Um, because honestly, I didn't find a lot about the afterwards. So if you haven't any more info on that, I mean, let me know. But I, I don't think it's out there. But yeah, so that's our case. I think it's nuts that he evaded the police for so long, especially since for the most part, he was just traveling in Turkey. Like, for sure. Yeah. In the same part of Turkey. Like, the same To be West fair, though, area. he did leave Turkey for a couple years and yeah. then come back. Things yeah. probably really calmed down. And that's true. in two years, he probably changed his appearance, like, ten times. Yeah. Um, I really wish they would have, like, solved this at Olga so he wouldn't have been able to become, like, so notorious, but we can't have nice things. No. I want to uh, commend you on translating this. You did a great job. Thank you. I really tried. Thanks. Thanks, Google. (laughs) (laughs) But I also, like, Google messed things up. And I, like, I was like, no, this is not it. So I, like, inferred what it actually was. Because, like, Google Translate sucks. So I was just like, God, no. So I patched things up. Um, If, if, I know we can't have nice things. But if you want to do a nice thing, you can follow us on Instagram at truecrimeintl. You can join our Facebook group at True Crime International. 
And you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because that's nice. A five-star review, please, yeah, specifically. Five, star. five stars because Please leave us a five-star review we because start it five, really helps. We should start shouting out our five-star reviews. I we don't, don't. We can't see them. Yeah, we can't see them. Well, the people who leave notes, we can see. Well, yeah, but uh, the last person that did that was me. <laughs> leave us, leave us a note, and we'll shout you out. Yeah, yeah like leave, leave a comment on it. We'll shout out your comments. Uh, but if you just click the five star thing, it, it would still be wonderful. And thank you very much yeah. if you do that. Uh, but if you leave a comment, we'll shout you out because I check, I check it every day. So also, uh, if you want more content, you can start going on patreon we have one level it's five dollars a month if that's something you can afford cool we we would like your support there as well um if you join the patreon you get at least three bonus pieces of content a month including a full-length episode a red eye which are usually like well over an hour long and <laughs> are very fun and a short layover so yeah. it's it's well worth the five dollars and you get a and you get a shout out on the show yes um, and considering we've only shouted out people that we know, as soon as we get someone that we don't know, that's a lie. Oh my gosh, this is our first. Wait, this is this is our first main episode. Her out. Sorry, um, this is where we say backtrack. Sydney, backtrack. Incredible. Um, we actually do want to say we got a new Patreon um, that we don't know. Patron, patron. Oh, I don't care. It, it is. <laughs> it's the. It's the. Thing. We can do whatever we want. This is it's, our show. It's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, uh, that's Sydney. Uh, thank you so much and for Jordan. joining us. And Jordan, we well, we know you, but we, we love know Jordan, you. but love we her. still love you. Yeah. And Sydney, Sydney and is our so... biggest fan that we don't know. Yeah. Also, <laughs> we're so happy she's super to supportive have you and here. we love her. We thank you, Sydney. Also, we we just also because we're shouting out Jordan. Uh, congratulations on graduating. Which, like, I know you technically haven't, but you are like about to graduate by the time this goes up i think she'll be graduating so that that's huge so congratulations to you um bye you support us so we support you we love you all (laughs) thank you very much we hope you enjoyed your stay here at true crime international right (laughs) bye Bye.